What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside the Box. I am with Jasmine Allman, our esthetician in the Knoxville office, and we're talking skincare today. We're talking mm-hmm. all things taking care of your skin. Yes. And and today, <laughs> you know, it's so funny, guys. I literally started that intro, and I can't for the life of me remember what I was about to ask you. <laughs> I got them. Don't worry about it. Guys, Jasmine just corrected me. We're talking about waxing. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> bless his heart. So tell me, so tell me, <laughs> they're all making fun of me. I got a whole room full of people making fun of me right now. We love you. But waxing, you know, is interesting because you, you mentioned to me before we started filming that laser hair removal isn't for everybody. So why don't we start by saying who isn't it for? Who's not a good candidate for laser hair removal? Okay, well, let's talk about that. Laser hair, it's now laser hair reduction. They can't even call it removal because it's not necessarily 100%. It's never going to come back. Okay. So there's that. So there's some people that go that route and it's fine. And then they go back to waxing or they go back and forth for the people that are candidates. But people that aren't candidates for laser hair reduction are people with blonde hairs or little red, really fine red hair. Sometimes if it's too light, the laser can't pick it up. So it's not for everybody. Not everybody is qualified or has the right color and melanin in their hair to be able to receive those treatments because the laser will not pick up the hair at all and won't treat anything. So for that person, waxing is the answer if you want to remove hair, essentially. If you want to thin the hair, if their hair is really coarse, if you're not wanting to shave very often, um, it does help to reduce um, the size of your follicles. So it shrinks that hair size. It makes it finer, thinner, easier to manage, all that good stuff. And, yeah. and we've actually done this. We won't put a picture up in. Uh, oh, we definitely should. In the in the editing process of this mm, video, we might because I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably looking at my back right now, um, but I did. I got to experience this, and and what yeah. surprised me the most was that it wasn't nearly as painful as I thought it might be. Because I'm real good. Because you're real good. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> It's all about the technique. I can't. It's true. It's the people that have had terrible experiences. I feel like haven't had people that have the best technique doing their treatment. So I mean, I mean, it's true. There's nothing else we can say to that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's about the quality of the wax that you're using. We use what's called hard wax or foam wax. It allows us to lay a strip and then lay multiple at once and then go back and remove them. We don't have any paper that goes over it. It's it's a form of speed waxing. So I'm able to get the treatment done really fast, get you in and out, get it over with. How long does it take? It, like if you were to do, let's just keep on, on backs for now. Uh, if you were to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that's hilarious. We're staying on backs, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. Full transparency, mm-hmm. I, you know, I do wax my back. It, it is a real thing. Jasmine, Jasmine helps me with that. <laughs> So tell, tell everybody, how, how long does something like that take? So it depends on how dense your hair is. It's about 30 minutes for most people, sometimes less. But if you have really thin, fine hair, I can get you done in 15 minutes. Um, if your hair is really coarse and thick, sometimes it'll take a little bit longer, some touch-up strips, thicker, bigger strips. So it just depends. It's, really, it's just really interesting. I actually I haven't thought about the combination of laser hair reduction with waxing. I would imagine that you know, waxing would make the laser hair removal maybe be more permanent or not? So it depends. Well, okay. So hair growth oftentimes is hormonal, right? So it depends on sometimes where your hormones are. 
and um, what you have going on with that because you can get laser hair reduction all day. But if your hormones are out of whack and you're not seeing either Andy or Dr. Rogers or somebody in one of our offices about getting your hormones under control, that hair growth can just continue to be thick and coarse. Um, there's people with PCOS and, and different things that they're dealing with internally that makes their hair growth more excessive. So there's that to consider too. Mm. A lot of people don't consider that when they're paying a lot of money to get these treatments and they're wondering why their hair is still coming back really thick and coarse. Well, your hormonal stuff is out of control and that's what's causing that. So that's one thing to consider. Um, but then some people, yeah, it's good to do the hair reduction and then do their series of treatments with that and then, you know, go back to waxing for every so often because the hair is now much thinner and there's not a lot of it and waxing can kind of keep it at bay. That's really interesting about the hormonal <coughs> part. I, I did not realize that because I think that like one of the knocks against laser hair reduction is that the results are kind of hit, hit or miss. Like mm -hmm. you, got, you got people who are, you know, real big believers in it and then you got people that that say like it well it didn't really work for me yeah you it's know, all and, it's all about what's going on internally with you if you if you're taking vitamins that help to promote hair skin and nails well we're not considering that when we're doing this treatment there's there's so many different factors to what your results can be and why yeah that's really interesting that's yeah. really interesting. now now what like what is your sequence in terms of if someone were to get waxing done how often do you recommend is there any any sort of most people, it's four weeks. Four weeks is the sweet spot. If you go beyond that, if you come back after six weeks, it's like we're starting over. So if you keep it in four weeks, we're keeping that hair thin, it's minimal, and it gets easier and less uncomfortable with every treatment. If you come back inconsistently, well, it's like we're starting all over again, and it's not fun for anybody. So. <laughs> Just saying. So consistency is definitely key for optimal results. Now, for sure. there's, I, I don't know if this is an old wives' tale or not, but... They say, like, if you shave, it grows back thicker. Is that correct? Like, if you were to shave, like, I know if people were to shave their arms or legs, the hair grows back thicker. Is that real? So the only thing that's really going to make a huge difference in the thickness is if, again, something internally happens. Same thing with dermaplaning. There's people that are afraid to dermaplane because they're afraid after they do that they're going to grow a big fuzzy beard. Vellus hairs can't turn into terminal hairs, which is the thicker, coarser hairs, unless something is going on with inside of your body. So not necessarily. I know that if you shave, it's definitely going to grow back a lot faster than if you were to wax. Because when you're waxing, we're moving it from the root, we're taking out the follicle, moving the bulb, and we are um, diminishing that vascular supply to that hair shaft and that follicle. So that's why you get the results that you get when you wax versus shaving. When you do wax, because you get rid of the follicle, does it does that mean it grows back less thick so like over mm -hmm. so say i start you know waxing my back for the next couple of years as you should as i should mm -hmm. <laughs> as everybody would would you know recommend i do um <laughs> mm -hmm. does that uh does that mean like it's less there's it's less dense mm -hmm. correct interesting with consistency if you keep with, it up he doesn't keep it up. <laughs> if he was consistent, he would definitely see less hair, finer hair, thinner hair with the four to six week being the sweet spot of how often you'd come in for your treatments. Yes. Okay. And, and is that a permanent thing? And if I, you know, say I, I'm very consistent with, with my treatments, which after this video, I'm going to be. Um, We're going to hold them to it, y'all. <laughs> You're gonna. She's gonna refer to this video. I, I, I just know it. She's gonna send it to me every four weeks. Um, I should. Yeah, I know. That's absolutely. actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's keep tagging you. That's Love right. It. <laughs> Love it. But does it act like 
is that kind of a permanent change in terms of just the the density in which that you have hair? When you keep doing it for a long period of time, yes. Some of that hair will never start to go back, absolutely. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, Jasmine Almond here, she is the master waxer. And, uh, he said it, not me. <laughs> we really appreciate this. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Like I, I had no idea about a lot of that. Yeah. And I'm, I, I've got to get back into to get this. You do to get this mm-hmm. taken care of. <laughs> Love it, guys. This has been outside the box. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. I'm with Jasmine Almond, SD Bestie Jazz on Instagram. Check her out. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.